Welcome, everyone. Hey, you guys, you are listening to The Skinny with Jesus. My name is Bevan Caramello, and today is March 6th, 2018. So um, I hope you used last week to catch up. I know we didn't have a new message. We didn't have a new lesson last week. Um, But hopefully by now you have found The Skinny with Jesus on our Facebook page. If you haven't, just search The Skinny with with Jesus in Facebook and add yourself there. All are welcome, okay? And then all of these messages, you can find every single lesson there posted under the files tab. So you can always go back and catch up on anything that you might have missed um, or any series that you want to listen to again. They're all there there. We are in the final stages of development of turning this into a podcast. So it not only is going to be available on Facebook, but it's also be available any way that you like to get your podcasts. Um, So that's exciting. Hopefully by the end of the month, um, I'll let you guys know when that's happening. And it is launching internationally as well. It's going to be available in Creole too, uh, primarily in Haiti. So I'm super excited about that and just what God is doing with this ministry, especially um, since he is doing it with a girl who's never even listened to a podcast. (laughs) That right there is the power and the mind of God. He does more than we can even imagine. And I'm telling you, I'm living proof. So um, right now we are in the middle of a series called Worthy, okay? And last week we talked about um, God being worthy of our trust, okay? And we were all challenged to choose to trust God, even when we may not understand the circumstances that maybe he's allowed in our lives at the moment, Um, Today, our lesson is still sticking with that same series theme, worthy. We're going to be talking about him being worthy of our obedience, okay? And I hope um, that we're going to be able to see that this one is directly tied to our last lesson on trust, okay? I'm going to do my best to tie those together for us because it, it dawned on me as I was preparing for this lesson that we will never be willing to obey a God we don't trust. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Think about that. We will never be willing to obey a God we don't trust, right? Our willingness to obey will always be tied to our perception of God. So whatever your perception is, Is he a good God? Is he sovereign? Does he really know what's best for me? Um, Is he really always for me, never against me? Is he even paying attention? Does he have bigger things to do today? Or does he really hear every prayer that I pray? So again, we will not be willing to obey a God we don't trust. So our main question here, I think, leading up to our decision of whether or not to obey God, because it is a decision every time we choose whether or not he's worthy of our obedience. And so I think the question that we have to wrestle with in making that decision is, has he shown himself to be trustworthy? Because if the answer is yes, then obedience is going to follow. Okay, turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. 
unless you're driving or you're on the treadmill, then just listen. I'm going to read it for us. We are going to be looking at um, 1 Samuel 17, verses 33 through 37. Okay. This is um, a, a pretty popular story. You guys probably know parts of it about David and Goliath. Okay. Saul replied, you are not to go out against this Philistine and fight him. That's Goliath, okay? You are only a boy, and he has been a fighting man from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. You see, I just love that passage. I love the the way David is so convicted and he's so certain that the God who delivered him from the lion and the bear would also deliver him from Goliath. You see, I think... Because God had already delivered David more than once, David was so aware of God's deliverance. God was right there with him every single time, and he gave that credit to God. He didn't say, I'm you know, a big shot, and I fought a lion and a bear. I can get this guy too. He said, God has already delivered me from the paw of the lion, from the paw of the bear, and he'll deliver me from this too. He's called me to it. He's going to carry me through it. David had decided his God was worthy of his trust. So when God asked even bigger things of him, even bigger than saving the sheep from the lion, even bigger than saving the sheep from the bear, now he's going to save the Israelites from the Philistines. And he's just a boy. But David's heart was already set to obedience. He'd already decided his God was a trustworthy God. So right here, I think we see this example. God is worthy of our obedience. Okay, I want us to look at another place. Turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 6. Okay, we're going to be reading um, in Genesis chapter 6. I'm going to read verses 11 through 22. We're going to be looking at the story of Noah. Okay, another just awesome example of obedience. It says, Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people. For the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. Pitch was a a substance that made it waterproof. Verse 15 goes on to say, this is how you are to build it. And then it gives very specific dimensions for this ark. The ark is to be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Make a roof for it and finish the ark to within 18 inches of the top. Put a door in the side of the ark 
and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has breath has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you, two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Verse 22, Noah did everything just as God commanded him to do. Okay, let's unpack this. Did you catch that in verse 22? Noah did everything just as God commanded him. That's a lot of obedience right there, right? I want you guys to see it again. Uh, We keep going in chapter 7, verse 5. This is now talking about... um, getting all of the animals. It says again, and Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Everything he commanded, all he commanded. We see it right there. It was complete obedience. And I think it's important to point out, you guys, this was not just a little bit of obedience. I mean, the size of this boat was massive, right? There are are some um, commentaries out there that suggest it's possible it never even rained on this earth before then, that God used to water the earth from the ground up. So Noah, I mean, people around him were, you know, thinking some crazy things about him. The earth had never been flooded before. They People had never seen what God was saying was going to come. And so they've asked, God has asked Noah to do some, something really big here. And you guys, Noah looked weird to the people around him, to his family, to his friends. I'm sure his wife was like, oh, this is a great hobby for you to take up. A little woodworking out in the garage. You want to build a what? But it occurred to me, you guys, obedience to God, whatever it is that he's asking of us, it may mean that we are going to look a little weird. Why? I think it's because when we walk in obedience to Christ in a world of people who are living just for themselves, they're not living for the kingdom of God. They're living for their for themselves, for their own selfish desires, their own ambitions. And when we are living for Christ, that's different. And we are going to stand out because of it. Listen to this in John chapter 1, verse 10. This is talking about Jesus. It says, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. The world did not recognize him. So I think this is a good time to ask ourselves, pretty simply, am I willing to look weird for Jesus? 
whatever he asks of me. Weird obedience, if you want to call it that. And is my heart like David's already set to obedience? Let's turn back to Genesis. I want to read you guys one more place in Genesis chapter 7, back to Noah. Genesis 7, verses 9 through 11. It says, Male and female came to Noah and entered the ark. It's all the animals. As God has commanded, had commanded Noah, and after the seven days, the floodwaters came on earth. You guys, I want to point this out real quick before I keep going. They were all on the boat for seven days before the floodwaters came. So you can only imagine the criticism and the ridicule and the self-doubt. Noah tells them to get on the boat and they get on the boat, but they're on there for seven days before the floodwaters come. But keep listening. Verse 11, in the 600th year, he's 600 years old, guys, of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth and the floodgates of the heavens were opened and rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, guys, are you with me here? Are you thinking kind of what I'm thinking right now? You guys, when those flood waters rise, it happened. Everything God said was going to happen, happened. Imagine if Noah had not chosen obedience. If he had not found God to be trustworthy and worthy of obedience. I mean, those floodwaters rose. The rains came, right? When that happens in my life, when Goliath is knocking at my door, I want to know that I know that I know that I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I know that my God is a trustworthy God. That only he holds my future in his hands. That regardless of what he's asking me to do, I know the who. Regardless of the what, I know the who. And he is worthy of my obedience. Obedience, mind you, that he promises will always be for my good. Pray with me. Father God, oh Lord, you are so good and you are so trustworthy. You are so worthy of our obedience. Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you for this time in your word. Thank you for the way that you reveal new truth to us. It's that same old truth, but it's new to us sometimes, Lord. And we just need a new glimpse of it. We need a new glimpse of you. I thank you for that today, Lord. I thank you um, for each person that's here with us in this lesson. I just pray that you will speak straight to each heart, Lord. Remind us 
of your trustworthiness, Lord. Remind us of the places that you've shown up with us when we were wrestling with the lion, when we were wrestling with the bear. Lord, show us those places so we can be reminded of the victory that is in you the next time that you call us to a hard obedience. Give us the courage, Lord, for weird obedience. Give us the courage to look weird in the name of Jesus for your glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. I truly love our time together each week. I miss you. Oh, I miss you. And I miss this time whenever we miss it. I cannot wait to get our podcast up and running. You guys stay tuned. That's going to be soon. So be on the lookout for that. I promise all the details will be here. They'll be announced. They'll be posted in Facebook. I'll make sure that you guys have first access to all of it. In the meantime, remember you can find all of these messages under the files tab in the weekly skinny Facebook page. Okay. Just search the weekly skinny with Jesus. In the meantime, you guys, I am going to be praying for you and yours. Have a great week. Bye now.